Welcome to a D&D Candle Lab. In the darkest of ages, before man and beast, there once was a king who knew no defeat. For every battle he won, his domain grew larger. For every man he killed, his heart was hardened. He soon grew tired of his kingdom's expanse. With treacherous greed, he demanded more land. All manner of ruin and pain and power were inflicted on those below. His honor, peasants, lords, and other kings bowed for him like underlings. Mankind screamed and desperately sung for the aid of elves before they undone. The council answered and acted in haste. For Silathion, the righteous would not stand for such hate. With armies strong, he fought the king back. His dreadful creek castle atop the mountain flag. And with his swift action and mighty stride, Silathion began his siege to restore man's pride. For seven days and nights the elves they did good Still unharmed the silent creek stood So the council made way in returning law to land Condemned the king to starve for his cruelty to man Abandoned and cursed creek castle stands unlit Haunted by an evil king Okay, and welcome to the D&D Character Lab, the show based around the one thing we as players cannot resist. Compulsively creating characters and daydreaming about their validity in-game. Each week we're bringing a new character to the table, drawing from a plethora of published content, and scoring it against a predefined table of criteria. It is then up to us to use our own personal charisma modifiers to convince one another that our baby is better. We're never going to switch that, huh? I always have to do that part. Hey, I'm Garen. And I'm Dan, and we are not going to ever switch that. This week, we are lucky enough to get a sneak peek at the new Remarkable Inn supplement from Lore Smith. That's right, Remarkable Inns and Their Drinks is a book that just came out on February 25th, and we had a chance to preview that book because we are working together with Lore Smith to bring you this episode where we are building some characters that are NPCs written for the Remarkable Inns book. Now, if you don't know anything about this book, they have created a series of inns and taverns that you can implement into your game as a dungeon master. They have menus for the drinks that would be available. They've got NPCs, they've got adventure hooks, but then they even go further later in the book on how to build your own tavern if you wanted to use the kind of structure that they created a lot of great tables in there a lot of randomization that you could bring into it and detail especially when i'm being a dungeon master sometimes you get hung up on not being able to really paint the kind of picture you want and having prompts like this is extremely helpful i had a blast reading this book and i hope 
our listeners have even enjoyed the fact that we were able to bring one of the tavern songs written for Remarkable Inns into this episode. And a huge thank you to Dan's big brother, Jeff Beal, for recording that song for us. Hey, hey, thanks a lot, Jeff. Actually, so there are quite a few taverns to choose from in this supplement, and they do have uh, frequent bar guests or featured guests, and uh, from those guests, that's that's what we're going to be building characters off of today. So uh, I'm going to jump right into it. I'm super excited to showcase my lady. Let me introduce you to Quilla the Killa Blade Song. Uh, she is from the North Call Inn from the supplement, which really was kind of in the hustle and bustle early on uh, in a fishing village. However, it's gotten a bit off the beaten path now that there have been new uh, merchant towns that have popped up since. So it is not the best kept up facility. Uh, it is a little bit starting to show uh, its its wear. But let me tell you about Quilla. She's She's tall and slender with a waterfall of black hair cascading down her back. She was born in Sestone. She learned swordsmanship in her teens from her elf father, becoming one of the most revered sword fighters of this age. As a young adult, she set off to make her fortune and returned only when she had her fill of slaying orcs and goblins. She'll tell tales of saving the daughters and sons of various nobles, matching wits with powerful evil wizards, and slaying a younger but volatile red dragon. Quilla the Killa, has, has has some magic items from her adventuring days that she might be willing to part with if she believes that they will be in capable hands. Additionally, Quilla can serve as a battle master to train special skills to heroes. She is a level 15 half wood elf battle master fighter. Now, for our listeners, Dan was reading the synopsis of Quilla out of the book, and you did describe the North Call in very nicely, but I'm pretty sure the killer is not part of her character is that a little uh little spice there that was that's a little bit uh yes that was that's my own that's my own creation she sounds formidable but she is definitely going to fall at the feet of my lady this week i chose from the moongate cottage a wait i want to take i want to take a brief moment and pause this is the first time we have lady v lady in the lab it is they are fierce they're powerful at level 15 it's gonna be a real harrowing battle i think Wonderful. Let's t let's hear about her. Well, Shay is part of the staff of the Moongate Cottage Inn, a mystical, deep in the forest, very druidic type of inn. Actually, very difficult to get to. There's details in the book as to how to actually find your way into it. You got to use portals, my friend. And Shay is a female failing druid. Shay is an ancient failing who has been in existence since the creation of the Fae. Long silver hair falls over her slender shoulders, framing the sharp, delicate features of her face. A simple blue dress hangs on her body, accented by a white apron. She is a chosen of Dinah, the Fae goddess of hospitality and healing. The Moongate Inn is an ancient place that has been entrusted to her. Amiable and well-disposed, she provides food and healing to any friend of the Fae. Okay. And this is a level 15 Circle of the Shepherd druid, and I chose the Fae race from Xanathar's Lost Notes to Everything Else because that was the closest thing I could find to a failing. Very cool. Uh, this was a supplement that we had just given away uh, in our last week's episode of the contest uh, that we had, so uh, we are well familiar with that supplement, and I also created a, a character with that race in previous episode. I'm a big fan of that. So these sound like a, a, a real pair of smoke shows, if, if I must say so myself. Is that a real uh, word? I think you made that word up. Smoke shows? Smoke. What is a smoke show? Listen, Garen, I'm fluent in douchebaggery, and that is <laughs> definitely a, a word. <laughs> Speaking of smoke, 
Garrett, why don't you tell our listeners about our, <laughs> a thing or two about today's sponsor? I mean, I'm sorry to stomp on your segue there, but Smoke Shows was just too douchey for me to pass up. Our sponsor <laughs> this week and every week for as long as we hope, we are brought to you by Cantrip Candles. Cantrip Candles are 100% soy candles designed to use in tabletop adventures like D&D &D and Pathfinder. They have a great selection of scents that smell like different locations in a fantasy world, taverns, bakeries, even a mossy damp chapel. Now, I'm also really into this adventurer's bounty scented candle because you even get that smell of faint hints of coins and precious metals when you take a whiff. But to be honest, we also have the sampler pack. We were highlighting those on our episodes a long time ago. They're worth checking out. If you're like us and you're not sure what to pick, the sample pack is great and it's very cheap. That way you can smell each of the scents, buy every single one of them in their newly offered 16-ounce candle size. And best of all, the 16-ouncers come with a metal D20, and they don't even cost a spell slot. So be sure to check them out. That's Cantrip Candles. If you don't know how to spell Cantrip, you shouldn't be playing D&D. All right. Thank you, Garen, and Cantrip Candles for that message. So why don't we jump on in? I'm going to go ahead and start us off with the melee category. So this is uh, how well our characters would do in melee combat setting. As always, we are going to score on a minus two to a plus two scale. Uh, and for this, I am arguing a plus one. She Ooh. has two... She Wait has a second. Long... Wait a yes. second. This is a fighter, and you're arguing yes. a plus one. That's correct. Should I just put down for the win for me then at this point? Because uh, you're not getting well, these points. I don't know what you're getting later on. Well, let's just let's just see how it goes. Okay, oh, I'm arguing a plus one. I don't. She has any confidence coming from you. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. She has she has two long swords, plus ten to hit on those. One d eight plus five slashing damage. She's got three attacks. She's got superiority die. She's got six of them, and they're D10s. She has Riposte, which on a missed attack, um, she can roll a superiority die and then roll an attack roll. If the attack roll is successful, she can add the superiority die to the attack and attack as a reaction plus the superiority die. So it's beefy. She also has Precision Attack, and she also has the Tavern Brawler feat. She's proficient in Great Weapon Fighting, which allows her to re-roll a one or two on a damage die, and she also has Action Surge. I think that's an easy plus one. Yeah, you know, uh, I, nice touch on the tavern brawler there because she's from a tavern. And you know what? What's your charisma on this character? <laughs> I'll keep that to myself. <laughs> okay, well, why don't you reveal it now? Because I'm making you roll on this. Okay, she has a 14 charisma, so I have a plus two modifier. Decent, so I'm go. very decent. So try and get your 15 modified. You got it. I rolled a five. Yes! <laughs> I'll take that zero. What do you have for the melee category? Well, Shay is a very... As it said in the prompt, very slender, small woman. I mean, she's got a strength of 8 and a dex of 11. She is not a physical being, but she is a level 15 druid, so she can shift into CR1 land, air, and water creatures. I mean, crocodiles, tigers, bears, giant eagles. She's got a lot of melee potential with all those different shifts. If she's just by herself, it's a plus five to hit quarterstaff with one D6 damage. So I think she deserves a zero based on the shape-shifting ability of the druid. I mean, how are you going to argue that? I agree with you. Zero. I will roll right into range, and you know what I'm going to do? I have a sling with a one D4 to hit, no modifier because I said that dex of 11. I'm going to take the negative two on ranged because I'm not even worried about it. Wow. Okay, do it. I am going to take a zero. I have a light crossbow. I have three attacks, plus seven to hit, 1d8 plus two piercing damage. Yeah. You're, what, what, is, what, is, what has gotten into you today? <laughs> There's something, I'm like suspicious. I'm on, I'm on the edge of my seat now. You sh yeah, you should be. To be honest with you, I, this any of our listeners should be suspicious at this point. 
Yeah, you're always uh, coming in so hot, and now today you're like, oh, she's not so great. This is a level 15 fighter. I'll, you know what? I'll keep this cordiality going, and I'll take a minus two and burninating because she doesn't have any magic. She of course she it. doesn't. She doesn't like it. She hates magic. These are the lowest scoring level 15 characters I've ever seen. Well, what do you have? Well, you know, when it comes to burninating, as a Circle of the Shepherd Druid, all of her summons, the, ang- the animals and fey creatures and elementals that she can summon with the spells that are definitely on I'm her sorry, spell did you list. Say the animals? No, I was going to edit that out, but now I can't. Thank you. <laughs> I just wanted All to make sure that, that she can shapeshift into animals. She definitely can shapeshift into animals, um, and she can okay, summon great. animals. And with her mighty summoner ability that she gets, all of those creatures attacks deal magical damage she also has the guardian of nature spell one we've used on this show before and we absolutely love where you can turn into a ferocious creature or a giant tree that's coming out of zannies i do i do absolutely love that spell actually that's it as it comes to damage she's not wielding Mm. any fireballs or anything like that what are you arguing i think this is a zero she's got something to damage all the animals do is magic what's your charisma modifier that is a 16 plus three. Okay, you're not gonna roll. So what do you have for control, my friend? How well does your character control situations in the battle and outside of the battle? Very well, actually. Because of her auras that she's able to use, all three of those grant different abilities. She also has the earthen upbringing as part of her failing sub-race. She is the earth sub-race. And what happens is, is she is, and you loved this, you loved this back when I had Shad, and he could hide behind even partial cover, and he could be completely hidden in any sort of natural environment. Yes. Well, Zanny's Lost Notes to Everything Else also has that with this Earth Fey creature. Which makes, makes way more sense than a Triton, just for the record. <laughs> May, way more sense. <laughs> even, even a rain, even a downpour she can hide. And then at sixth level, once per long rest, she can cast Invisibility if she is hidden without expending a spell slot. As long as she's okay. able to hide in sort of sort of natu- natural situations, she can then become invisible. So I glean from this you're arguing a plus one. She also has the Fey Ancestry, the Fey Charm. I'm going to hold off on that. Yes, I think she deserves a plus one. I think she is very difficult to get a, a hand on, you know what I mean? Sure. Uh, you're going to go ahead and roll for this plus one. All right, that's fair. I'm going to get my 15. Ugh, I rolled a 10, so I didn't get it. Woohoo! You take that zero. I'm going to argue a plus two. I have... Lunging attack, uh, which increases the reach of an attack by five feet. It's uh, one of the battle master uh, maneuvers that I can use. I have trip attack. I have menacing attack. When I hit a creature with a weapon attack, I can expend a superiority die to attempt to frighten the target. Uh, And then you add the superiority die and you can add the damage to that. I have disarming attack. When I hit a creature with a weapon attack, you can expend a superiority die to attempt to disarm the target, forcing it to drop one item of my choice that it's holding. I add the superiority die to the attack's damage roll, and they have to make a strength saving throw, or they drop whatever it is that you're choosing. Okay. Um, I think all of that stuff... Oh, that's it, though. Those are cool. I mean, yes, yes, that's very... I have four four maneuvers that I can use at my disposal here. Okay, and remind me how many times can you use the maneuvers? I can use them six times per short rest. Oh, okay, that is pretty cool. Plus two, plus two. All right, I'll tell you what. I'll give you a plus two, but you have to to take a unusual request from me. Go for it. I was looking at my spells after I accepted my zero on that, 
and I found a spell that I thought I had, and I definitely do, and I want to read it off to you, and only if you're impressed, you will grant me a plus one on control. Okay. All right? I got a spell out of the Elven Hive Magic from Cobalt Press, one of their Deep Magic series, because... Huge fans. We're huge fans. We love you guys. I hope you're listening. You're not. Okay. <laughs> it's called Song of the Forest, third level spell, and it has a casting time of one minute. You can concentrate up to 10 minutes. You attune your senses to the natural world, so you detect every sound that occurs within 60 feet. Wind, falling leaves, deer grazing, trickling stream. You can clearly picture the cause of each sound in your mind. The effects gives you a tremor sense with a range of 10 feet. In addition, you have advantage on wisdom checks that rely on sound. Creatures that make no noise or are magically silent cannot be detected. Now, this can't work in cities. It only works in the natural realm. Now, if I go out and I use this, now this is like total control. This is me being fully aware of what's going on out there in the forest because Shay is a part of the natural world. That's it. Are you impressed? Yeah, and actually very thematically appropriate with your character. Not only do I like the spell because pretty much any deep magic spell that you throw at me, I'm going to love, but it works very well with the theme of your character. So you get that plus one. I'll take it. Thank you. Very gracious of you. You're still acting really weird. Um, <laughs> well, that's because I'm arguing a plus two for tankiness, which is uh, how well I can take a hit in battle. I have an AC of 18. I've got 210 HP because I took the tough feat. All right, nice. Uh, I have parry, which allows me to use a superiority die to, dam uh, to reduce the damage that is dealt from a successful attack. I also have second wind and a, uh, indomitable. Easy okay. plus two. That's a beefy. That is one beefy tavern brawler right there. That is relatively beefy. I'm holding back a little bit because I've wanted something just a little extra spice, but I mean, you're a fighter and you've got all the right moves right there as a fighter and you got that AC up to an 18, so you're, I thought you were wielding two long swords. What, you got a shield too? Or you're wearing nice armor? What's going on there? That's plate armor. Uh, so illustrated in the supplement on page 35 uh, is a picture of Quilla the Killa Blade Song and she appears to be wearing plate mail, so. I am, I'm sure she appears to, to you, but nice attention to detail. I can grant you the plus two on that. I am going to be arguing a plus one as a druid. Now, I may only have an AC of 11 and 135 Ugh. hit points. But that's actually decent because I have a plus one to my con. But I've got shape-shifting ability. I have also got lots of spells to heal myself should I be the one who needs healing. I've also got that fey resistance. Listen, listen, listen to how he's arguing this. I have lots of spells to heal. This is real vague. And you're arguing a plus one and you want to glide over that. I have lots of spells to heal. You want, you want listy? I'll get listy uh, with you. I want, I want, I mean, for plus one, we need listy. If you're going, ah, uh, negative one. Yeah. Pro glean over whatever you want. Cure wounds, good berry, healing word, healing good spirit. Berry. <laughs> Come on, how could she not be like a creature of the forest and have good berry? All uh, right, yes. Regenerate, which is like a level seven <laughs> healing spell. That is the ultimate. You can regenerate a, a chopped off limb. Yeah, it's not tanky, but yeah. We always include healing yourself into tankiness. Don't all of a that's sudden not, change that's the not, rules on that. That's not healing yourself. That's aesthetic, I, pure aesthetic. I've also got bark skin and stone skin spells. So I can okay. get my... I can get my AC up to 16. I can give myself resistance to non-magical slashing, bludging, and piercing with those two spells. Sold sold on the plus one. That's all you had to do. Let me tell you about helping my friends now. Because as you heard in the prompt, she's all about granting that healing. She wants to give it out to her friends, you know? She wants to help people. And so I've got all those healing spells I already listed. I have also got 
the benefits of my auras as a circle of the shepherd druid and i've got some pretty great spells like wind walk where i can grant up to 10 creatures flying speed of 300 feet resistance to damage but during the spell they can only take the dash action or move and it takes one minute to revert back to your normal form but that is a I should have held back on this for smooth operator because that is a way to infiltrate yeah, a castle. You know what? I'm that. doubling down. You call. You don't even be surprised. I'm coming back with that one. <laughs> what are you arguing? Here's another one. Here's another one I want to read to you. Hero's Feast. It takes one hour to eat all of this delicious food I make. It cures poison and disease. It grants immunity to being poisoned or frightened. All wisdom saves are made with advantage. And your HP max increases by 2d10 for 24 hours that's a meal i like that what are you cooking oh pot roast green beans but this is uh, that forest pot roast like it's kind of gamey right i mean what are you cooking in there it's What's it's in there? boar it's boar pot roast oh that's that dirty pot roast yeah <laughs> it is it is a little stringy i got lots of mushrooms i got lots of great different types of mushrooms big fat ones skinny little ones blue spotted oh, so they, ones they halluc- this is hallucinogenic hallucinogenic pot roast yeah, they think that they actually have all these benefits, but they really don't. <laughs> what are you arguing for this? I think when it comes to helping my friends, I have got a easy plus two here. Because I also have the reincarnate spell, the regenerate spell that I mentioned before. That's 4d8 plus 15 damage, and they regenerate 1 HP per turn. Yeah, Miss- I, I like it. Plus two. Easy. Thank you. Thank you. What are you arguing? And save me a little bit of the pot roast. I will. I'm arguing a plus one. I have Rally, which allows me on my turn to expend a superiority die to basically choose a, a friendly creature and, and give them the superiority die that I roll in temporary hit points. Um, I have Goading Attack, which basically I can be like, hey, you, guy who's attacking my friend, I'm going to roll a superiority die and you need to make a wisdom saving throw, otherwise you got to attack me. That's my, that's my, that's how All I right. goad. That's, that's how I goad. That was really cheesy goading. That would I would not be convinced to attack you. Uh, you failed your wisdom save, and I have the know your enemy ability, which you know, as we know, you spend a minute around your enemy, and you can tell a bunch of different things about it that you can inform your party of, and vulnerabilities and whatever. Really unconvincing argument. I think it deserves a zero. You don't even seem that convinced by what you're trying to tell me. Yeah, I think a zero is fair. I was, I'm not excited about how I help my friends. All right, she's a little she's a brutish. You know, you're kind of helping your friends by being a massive tank and damage dealer, right? Well, and that's why I'm going to argue that I'm a plus two in balance because I have a 20 in strength, a 15 in dex, a 14 in con, 12 in intelligence, 8 in wisdom, 14 in charisma. I am proficient in animal handling, athletics, persuasion, and survival. As I mentioned, 210 hit points and an AC of 18. This is the quintessential battle master. I'd want her on my team plus two that eight of wisdom is pretty low though yeah but i mean what do you need wisdom for perception checks what do you want me to perceive right now i I want you to perceive that maybe you're a little too confident and not ready for the task at hand what's your what's your dc on this wisdom save all right i'm sneaking up on you on your party i've got a dagger of poison in my hand i'm about to jam it into your ribs do you perceive me what what's your all right so hang on i'm gonna roll this uh, modified 11. My dex, Garen's dex, is a 10 at best. I'm not even very flexible. So I'm going to roll this unmodified. 
I rolled a natural 20. Like oh, a shadow. <laughs> I certainly don't see that. I'll take a plus one. Even a creaky old bone squirrel will stab you nuts. <laughs> That's how that saying goes, right? It's something like that, yeah. My balance is definitely a plus one. I have got strength of eight, dex of 11, con of 12, intelligence of 14, wisdom of 18, charisma of 16, proficient in arcana, history, insight, and medicine, but also six languages. I've met a lot of people in my time working at the Moongate Inn. And you're arguing a what? Plus one. Yeah, you're a plus one. There was nothing out there that was outstanding, but you're, you're a solid enough druid that I would play it. She's a great druid. I can't wait to play a Circle of Shepherd druid. Let me tell you about how smooth she is. First of all, do you remember that wind walk? There it is. It's back, and it's important. And, and the flight speed, just to be clear, the flight speed is 300 feet. 300. You take on a gaseous form. Oh. I mean, that's, yep. I mean, that's insanely fast. That is like the ultimate infiltration. Being able to cast that spell and you have to get into a castle, boom, you guys all sneak no, no, no. through. I mean, you know you hide no, no, in a closet I mean, but, somewhere. But in all seriousness, speaking of gaseous forms infiltrating, can you stop farting in here? You've had a lot of good berries and a lot of that pot roast. You're going to need to just chill with it. All right. I'll stick with the mushrooms. What else do you have for Smooth Operator? I've also got my Druid Grove, where I can make a place for chillaxing. That is a really smooth way to handle a situation. If I want someone to agree with what I'm trying to pitch at them, you know what I mean? I set up with a Druid Grove. With just mad chill? Yeah. Yeah. That is, I mean, you get somebody really, really relaxed, and they're going to kind of go along with what you need. Yeah, especially after a good meal. That Song of the Forest comes in big as well. It allows me to plan my attack uh, a lot easier if I need to. And I've got Speech of the Woods, where I can talk to plants and animals, and I can understand them more or less. I can at least understand their, their intentions and their emotions. What so that allows me a lot of opportunity what, here. What are you arguing for, Smooth Operator? One. Okay, I'm arguing a zero. What are you going to say to a plant? If you convince me, I'll give you the one. You're in a dire situation where you need vital information, and you're going to ask a plant something. I just want to no. know. Hey. Now you saw those guards coming through this part of the forest before. I no, I, didn't, I can't see anything. I was listening with the sound of the forest. I know they pissed on you. I just need you to tell me what they were talking about while they were pissing all over you. Good I call. know nothing hurts more than getting pissed on. We've all been there. I like that. Empathy. I like that. Mm -hmm. Empathy pissing. Yep. So yeah, I mean, you could take your plus one. Thank you. I, I, I'm arguing a zero. I have a plus seven to persuasion checks. Plus 10 to athletics checks. Here's why I'm including that. We're at a tavern. We're playing darts. And I say, listen, I'll, uh, if, I, uh, if I beat you in darts, maybe I can get, get some information on how to get up to Strahd's castle. What do you say? Well, you're playing and darts I mean, in Barovia, huh? Plus 10 Are Barovian darts, darts different? Are those like little finger bones? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're definitely made out of bones. That's it. All right, so, so I want you to roll that athletics check right now and tell me how good you did on darts. You got it. God, I rolled a two. <laughs> oh, you stuck that finger bone right so, in your So, I foot. mean, you know, I think like a 12 is, you know, I mean, it's like the outer ring. I don't think I missed. You definitely missed with a two. I didn't hit a bullseye, but I definitely got something. If you rolled a two, you did but not a, hit the it's, board. It's a modified 12. Oh, mod oh, oh, pardon me. All right, I missed that. Okay, yeah, you can have your zero. <laughs> Thank you. All right, now here, I mean, a little out of the box here with my spitting fire, which is the more aggressive uh, ways you handle a situation. I'm already a plus one. 
I am a formidable woman in plate mail. Uh-huh. I can drink. I can drink you under the table because I hang out at this tavern all day long. That's intimidating. I'm clearly stronger than you are because I have a 20 strength. And you personally have seen her kick someone's ass with a bottle and a chair because she has the tavern brawler feet. Plus one. Okay, but what does she say? What's the situation? (laughs) (laughs) Here's the situation because here's the situation I want to play. You are the one sent out to negotiate with an attacking army. What do you say to the, the general? Play in a game of darts. Oh, God. No. <laughs> I would go smooth operator there all day. Otherwise, I would just bring out a bottle and a chair and just go to town. I wouldn't waste time. You would attack the opposing army with just a bottle and a chair? Absolutely. Proficient in improvised weapons. That is really cool, but that would be the end of your session. You would just be murdered. <laughs> so anyways, easy plus one. Yeah, I'll give you a plus one for funsies. Here's my approach. When Shay walks out there to the invading army, now they are sieging the castle that Shay is, you know, the emissary of at this point. And the army has been sieging for a while, so the men are kind of worn out. Now what Shay does, she walks out and she pulls a silver acorn from within her dress and she plants it in the ground. And she stands there and she looks at at the general and she just gets this little smile on her face and she pushes energy down onto the acorn for an hour. And no one moves, because this is a ballsy move. They have no idea what she's doing. For an hour, no one's like, hey, why are you doing that? They come they come closer. She looks at him with her fey charm. She's like, just wait. Just wait. For she's an this hour? She's slight little woman. She's I would, no after, Honestly, after 15 minutes, I'd be like, this isn't intimidating, nor is it interesting. I'm going in for a drink. After an hour, you can go in for a drink, but then you're going to hear the ground erupt with a giant field planted with vegetables every kind of vegetable imaginable blooms out of the ground and all in a field around the this men of that be- army beautiful not intimidating you understand then that, she right? says to the she says to the men of that army she says you are weary you've marched far from your homes you miss your wives and your children i see you are injured come partake from the vegetables in this field and as the men do she looks at the general and she says i have been able to take better care of your men in this past hour than you have in your entire march. All of the men regain maximum hit points from this short rest from eating these vegetables, and they don't want to attack that city so much anymore. Nope. Come on. That is really stupid. I like like that, but there is no way that they are standing around there for an hour while you're just smiling at them. It's just not happening. I mean, I could sneak out for an hour if you want. I could sneak out as a mouse and plant it and wait for an hour, and then I turn to my regular form. How's that? Better? Men, attack. Boom. Field of vegetables. Game over. Oh, and you're okay with your bottle and your chair? They wouldn't just Absolutely, shoot Absolutely, because they're like, eyes? men attack, and I'm like, let's let's go to town. Yeah, and you Unlike hit the first Donkey guy Kong. with the bottle, it breaks that. You hit the second guy with the chair, it breaks that. Then you got three arrows then I, in your then neck, Then I'm and like, going in the dumpster, grabbing wine bottles and smashing it, mead jugs and smashing them. You're not in a dumpster in the middle of a field. Hey, why don't we, why don't we call this what it is? We're both getting a minus two on spitting fire. That's false. That, that is, is so absolutely false. true. You have nothing to offer. I you have formidable woman in plate mail, can drink you under a table, stronger than you, and she can kick your ass with improvised weapons. That's something. You a made up some silver acorn. That's not intimidating. She planted a garden. I did wonders for the agricultural industry in just an hour. Farmers spend oh. a whole season trying to plant those vegetables. Oh my god, this is... No, I minus mean, what two do you all want? Around. You're a minus two, I'll take a minus one. You're a minus two. 
No, I'm a minus one. I have something. Your vegetable, your vegetable garden is nonsense. That is a level eight spell called Bloom, and it's badass. <laughs> All right. So tell us why you would play Shay. I said it before. I really want to play a Circle of the Shepherd Druid. I love this support character healing build that I've got. Cool things like Druid Grove, Heroes Feast, and Bloom would really be kind of interesting role-playing experiences. And just in general, I'm all about druids. So this is something that I'd be very enthusiastic about. In, in all seriousness, very very cool NPC. Uh, I was flipping through this book, and this this particular tavern just caught my eye because it's kind of like the... It's, we, I think we can all kind of... We've all been to a town like this where it's like it used to be booming and you could tell it was like the center of the the world and then all of a sudden it kind of fell off because they built a new highway and nobody goes through that part of town anymore but they're still kind of like these stragglers that like hang around there and it's like you can get you know a beer for a buck and there's some really rough people around there i got that idea with quill of the kill a blade song Mm -hmm. and uh she just i just think that she is like one bad mamma jamma i liked i liked having a really tough Battlemaster woman to play so uh definitely definitely a cool one to check out i think the whole i think the whole supplement's worth checking out and uh we have five copies to give away is that right garen we do loresmith you guys are fantastic thank you so much this was a very cool experience really fun reading this book they are being extremely generous giving away five copies to our twitter followers now we will have announced this previously on our tw- episode on February 21st, we have been running the contest since February 21st on Twitter, and our winners are announced on the day that this is released, February 28th. Check our Twitter for five copies. It's a simple retweet and follow deal that everybody does on Twitter, so check that out. Awesome. So uh, let's do a little drum roll. Don't even bother with the drum roll. We tied again. Oh. Yeah. Brutal. It all came okay. down to that end there. Yeah, 2018, we're, we're, we're starting to get one another's number. Okay. But that's okay. We still got lots to look forward to. Of course, our meth, it's looking really good. We got our springtime meth coming out. The 2018 meth is also good. We also have our Microbes of Malice, our disease spells available on DMs Guild for a buck. Our Patreon is launching in March. We're very excited about that. That's where you can listen to our Fight Club episodes, our Monster Lab episodes. We do have some giveaways for our patrons, like a free adventure every month the adventure coming for march is going to be called the last resort and it is a island adventure with a giant turtle bearing down on this island about to destroy it and you as the heroes need to stop it i had a lot of fun writing it i hope you guys enjoy it if you are our two dollar pledge or above you will get access to that we also have our shirts on spreadshirt that's our min max series where you can show off your low charisma high charisma and all the other abilities look at our episode description for show notes for a link and next week, we'll be finally getting to our Twitter Chooses episode. About a yeah, month that ago. Feels, that feels like a long time ago. We, we did that poll. <laughs> it did, but you know what? It was so nice to have it done, and it was awesome to get the response that we did, and we came up with some fun characters. So next week, we're going to be coming back with Dan, and you were voted to have a bugbear drunken monk, and I was voted to have a triton swashbuckler. So we'll see how those two fighters do. Yeah, so there's great stuff coming out of the lab as usual. I'm, I'm super excited about the Patreon. I just want to take uh, another brief second to just plug that. At the $1 tier, we're going to include access to our exclusive Discord uh, and entry into our weekly drawing for free DMs Guild content. At the $2 tier, we will include everything in the $1 tier in, and then add 
the free one shot a month, uh, as Garen stated, at $5 tier, you get two extra episodes per month. One of them is going to be a Fight Club episode, and one of them is going to be a Monster Lab episode. Both of these episodes' formats have been featured on our main feed, and they are still on the main feed. One of them is called Fight Club, and one of them is called Bonus Episode Monster Lab that was that featured on Halloween. You're going to get those every single month in addition to the show that we do and everything underneath the $5 tier. Uh, at the $10 tier, you get all that stuff plus the Wheel of Unoptimization. We draw from those for each episode, starting with our March 21st episode, uh, you kind of get to throw a little bit of whimsy into uh, our show and keep us off balance for sure. And then at the $15 tier, everything below that you get uh, plus every six months, you get some free merch like our shirts that we plug all the time. And then at $20, uh, you get everything th that's been mentioned plus every six months, you get to submit a character to the lab that we use on the show. So you get to make a character and we'll put it on the show. We feature it. We battle it out. We're super excited about this Patreon, and uh, it's going to be www.patreon.com forward slash D&D Character Lab. Uh, so thank you so much for your support. Thank you all for listening, and thank you, Lore Smith, for this wonderful supplement. And as always, just remember, Lab Rats, it doesn't have to be optimized. Just has to be fun. Thank you, guys. Have a great week. We love you. This has been a production of the D&D Character Lab Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at DND Character Lab. Or shoot us an email at dndcharacterlab at gmail.com. Most importantly, make sure you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or the Apple Podcast app.